Welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. I created this podcast because I understand that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience on a journey to learn more, discover a deeper, more meaningful purpose in our lives, our why. I will be interviewing some of the most accomplished individuals in the world that have achieved a high level of success and have learned how to maintain it. I will also be sharing my stories and insight as part of my more than 10-year relationship with a monastery as a former NFL running back, thought leader, and author. And so now, let's elevate together. What's up, everybody? This is Prince Daniels Jr., and welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. Today, we got an incredible guest. I'm looking forward to speaking with him. His name is Jairus Wilkinson. Um, he's been a great friend of mine and just an awesome brother. Um, we actually had an opportunity to grow up together. It started from college until now. And uh, this is somebody that I've always wanted to get on the, get on the podcast or get on my show and just talk to him, talk to him about life. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, Jairus, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. I'm blessed. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Same here. Uh, so I just want to jump right in. Jairus, where are you from? I grew up in a town called Oakland, California. Uh, grew up in East Oakland. And uh, I, was, I was actually born in Atlanta, Georgia. And I came over to move to Oakland with my mom. Uh, when I was around three or four years old and uh, grew up in Oakland and uh, spent some spent about 10 years on the East Coast when I went off to college and uh, spent some time in New York when I played for the New York Giants. And then I kind of decided when my football career was over, I decided to come back home. So now I'm uh, back in Oakland and uh, I actually technically live in Berkeley, but I'm back in the, in the Bay Area. And uh, yeah, this is this is home for me. Nice, nice. Would you want to live anywhere else? Uh, I can see myself living in Atlanta. Uh, I can see myself living in Hawaii, maybe. <laughs> Why Atlanta? Uh, Atlanta is kind of like my second home. Um, uh, that's that's where my dad. That's where most of my dad's side of the family is, uh, which is kind of what took me to Georgia Tech for college. And uh, Atlanta is just is just a great city. Um, I I've always had a special place in my heart for Atlanta. And um, yeah, if I if I live anywhere other than the Bay Area, that's that's probably that's probably probably where I would be. Nice. What about Hawaii? What is it about Hawaii that you like? Uh, so my <clears throat> my wife has some family that lives in Hawaii actually, and uh, I, she she's the one that actually introduced me to Hawaii. I, I had never never been before until I went with her. Uh, and we go, we try to go at least once a year. Um, it's just, it's just a special place because, um, you know, it's, it's a place where you, you really don't have a choice, but to, to just chill and unwind. And, um, just for the, for the nature of Hawaii, it's, uh, it's just an amazing, amazing, amazing place. And, uh, it's just like, there's a, there's a special energy about Hawaii that uh, is always nice to to tap into. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, Hawaii is a beautiful have you, place. Have you been? I was about to ask you. I was going to ask you. Have you been to Hawaii? 
Uh, I've been to Hawaii, man, and I've been, been there several times, and I love it every time I go there. I mean, just seeing those rainbows never get old. Uh, and because like, it can just happen in the middle of the day. It's just <laughs> like a little mist. It's raining, and then all of a sudden it goes away, and the sun comes out, and there's a rainbow. I mean, yeah. you never get tired of that, man. Like Hawaii yeah. is very beautiful. Um, so let me ask you this. Coffee, tea, or water? Which one do you prefer? Hmm. Dang, that's a that's a hard one because I love all three, but uh, if I had to pick one, I would just take water. Uh, why is that? <laughs> I mean, coffee and tea don't don't exist without water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was <powerful>, man! Through <laughs> the moment right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, like, is uh, would you start that off with your day? Yeah, uh, I try to I try to start and end my day with water. Mm. Uh, I, I keep I keep water by my bedside. So what's that? Uh, I mean, you know, we are. What did I say? Our bodies are seventy percent water. Yes. Um, I think I think that's the percentage. It, it's it's just uh, you know, out of out of all the things that we take into our body, water is the most pure. I think the most pure thing that we can consume. So you know, if I can, if I can end my day and and, and begin my day from a from a pure, a pure uh, starting point, then you know, I'm I'm setting myself up for success. Nice man. So you say you start your day with water. So what is your morning routine like? Yeah. Uh, my morning routine. I will usually well. I, I usually wake up before my kids and I uh I try to take take a little bit of time to meditate. Um I don't I don't do it every morning like I wish I I, I could, but um I, I would try to just spend a little bit of time in in silence, whether that's meditating, whether that's just taking some time to get my thoughts together for the day, uh, or reading is another way that I like to start my day with reading. So, um, you know, have some water, meditate, read, just sit, sit in silence for a little while. Uh, then I, then my kids get up and, you know, my, my day gets started with, with them. Uh, I started a, a new routine recently. I was reading, I, was, I don't know if I was reading or, or something I was watching on TV, but, um, or, or it might've been a podcast, but there was a, a, a very successful soccer player. And um, he said that he starts his day with a cold shower, and um, he thought that that he, he thought that that was one of his competitive advantages. And um, you know, during this pandemic, it's been you know sometimes it's been a little bit harder to get into your to keep your normal routine or just to wake up energized and uh, you know wake up focused and alert. So uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been starting my day with a cold shower, mm-hmm. and it really. Uh, it, it 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 instantly changes your energy level, <laughs> you know. So, uh, and why do I do that? I think I, I just do it because I know a lot of people aren't doing that, <laughs> you know. So I feel like it kind of like gives me a different type of uh, a different type of energy when I start my day. Nice. They say whenever we whenever you take a cold shower, uh, no matter the time of the day, you know, it forces you to like breathe. Because mm-hmm. water is so cool, you have to exactly. 
exactly. Leading to it, and I think exactly. that's like a um, uh, a key component in waking up in the morning and learning how to recalibrate yourself with your breath. And yeah. I think that's such a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. So, do you have a routine that keeps you grounded? I heard that you mentioned meditation. But is there another routine that you have, or is that the routine that you have to keep you grounded? Uh, meditation. Uh, the other thing, the other the other thing that makes me feel grounded, other, other than meditation, is just spending time in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that um, being in California, uh, I feel like it's it's a sin to not take advantage of all the the beauty that California has to offer, um, and you know, but you know, I don't think that's just a California thing. It's just, it's just that I think that people in general should should set aside to spend time in nature, no matter where you are. Uh, uh, I think that that's something that people that have people that have easy access to um, to nature take it for granted. And I think that um, you know, just spending time in nature is a is a great way to be in tune with yourself, be in tune with your soul, be in tune with the environment around you. Um, um, just give yourself time to think and reflect. And uh, that's, that's, that's a main component of me staying grounded. Nice, man. Nice. Well, I have to share this with you. Like, um, uh, just growing up and just watching you, I've always seen you as a successful person. And I've, I want other people to see you in that way. Uh, and just always just been proud of your success and some of the things that you've, you've done and how you've navigated through this world. Uh, you know, what has become your definition of success for your life? Uh, <clears throat> I think that my de- definition of success has changed dramatically in the last four years or so. Wow. Uh, once I had my first daughter, then my my idea of success has has recently just been what what can I do to set my daughter up to my daughters up to be in the best position that they can be in when I'm not here. Uh, and I have two daughters now, um, age four and two, and um, and and I have a wife and. I just I just want to leave an imprint that that leaves my family in in a good position. Whatever a good position means, um, you know, I, I, my my efforts my efforts that I that I put forth toward my job or toward myself or toward my household is just uh, is just being being able to provide a nice set up for for my for my daughters nice man that's awesome what's what's their names janine and sochi nice and you mentioned your wife what's her name shakira all right we want to give them a shout out everybody we want to give you guys a shout out let you know <laughs> important and you're a part of this, of this success as well and, and, and I, as i as i mentioned my family i, I have to mention that my, my my good brother prince is the one that married me and my wife and uh <laughs> uh that is you know that that's something that like just will always will always stick with me and um and just something that i really appreciate and uh just want to 
just want to shout you out for 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 you because you were you were you were there at the at the what do you call it the uh, the genesis of my family right and then the genesis <laughs> inception I was there at the beginning yeah. so that was awesome yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah man you know it's funny because you would have you were the only person and the first person to ever get me to get on a hot air balloon and get over my fears of you know a hot air balloon so. You know, it's it's either family or my best friend. So I appreciate you, you know, helping me get over that. But I'm not sure if I'll do it again. But I might end up doing it because my 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 oldest daughter, she said that she wanted to do it for her birthday. So we might get back on that. So <laughs> get back so, on that. So, so me uh, bringing up family, me and my wife are celebrating our fifth year wedding anniversary this nice. Saturday. Oh, nice. Uh, so it, it, this Saturday will be five years since we were on the on the hot air balloon, and, and, and we're already talking about talking about for our ten year what, what we might want to do, and I'm thinking we might have to get back on the hot air balloon. In <laughs> uh, five more years, uh, we're probably gonna try to get everybody together and uh, just get a big air big balloon and uh, just put you know as many people as we can in it and just and go up again to you know in, in honor of our ten year. Man, that sounds awesome. I definitely, I would love to be a part of that. I'll think about it, but. <laughs> you, you, you have five years to get your mind right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. One of the next questions I wanted to ask you is, uh, how have you been able to maintain your success in your life? Hmm. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, I think, two things come to mind up, up top and one of them is just by just continuing to always just continuing to move forward mm. uh you know you 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 play running back you 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 were one of the best running backs i've ever been around and uh you know there's 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 a lot of power in just keeping your feet moving you know uh, uh, like one of the things I always just try to do, like you know, I've had I've had plenty of plenty of highs, you know, a few lows, and the 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 best thing you can do is just keep moving forward. You know, um, um, you know, uh, there's, there's there's been times, you know, things have slowed down for me, things have been challenging, but I always try to just just what's the you know. Just ask myself what's what's the next steps I need to make to set my set myself up to be successful, and uh, one of the powerful ways of doing that for me has just been writing things down. So, like, uh, you know, if I'm if I have a big problem or a big challenge or a big question mark about something that I that I need to do, uh, I will write write down what I what I want to accomplish or what I need to get done, and then and then. I'll just write down what the very next step is that I need to take in that direction. Uh, and just, just the process of sitting down and doing that, you know, you start to open up doors, you know, um, and you start to like, you know, your, your, your plan starts to formulate. Um, and, you know, even if that next step isn't the right step, you, you, you're, you're still taking a step forward, you know, you're, you're still, you're still crossing something off the list and, and keeping the ball rolling. Uh, uh, that's that's one thing that uh, I think has been key to my success is just is just continuing to move, continuing to move forward, and um, 
the other thing is uh the other thing has just been being able to build and and tap into my network uh uh you know i like i like i said earlier i raised in oakland spent college in atlanta spent time professionally in new york uh came back to california and along the way i developed a lot of relationships um and, and at times it was kind of like i felt i felt uh i felt like i didn't have much of a network just because i was i was like moving around you know I, I was going to different places and you know i would build a little community but then i would move to another city build a little community move to another city build a little community move back home so it was kind of like uh i felt like my network was real real scattered uh but uh the reason i say i think my network has has been a key point part of my success is because uh most of the uh, you know i'm 37 years old i've never i don't think i've ever used a resume you know uh i think i think I, i've always been able to let people know where i was and what i was looking to do and and just made a connection to the to the right people to to move in that direction um um my my high school football coach has been like a major part of my life uh since i was 12 13 um and the job that i have now the work that the work that i do right now was a connection from my high school football coach uh so you know somebody that started coaching me when i was 13 years old uh, it's, it's still it's still coaching me to this day, you know, uh, and and you know to me to me the, to me the you know your, your your network your network is uh, a a super high component of your success. Nice, nice. So I got three takeaways. I got keep moving forward. Write down what you want your success to look like, and build your network and use your network. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, it none of none of those things none of those things are are going to be a, a neat straight line. You know, um, um, you know, me me and my high school football coach have not always gotten along or agreed with each other. Uh, you know, we had we've had times where we didn't talk for a long time, but you know. It's like it's like once you when you have a good a good network or a good relationship with someone, you know, um, that you respect and, and you guys have mutual respect for each other, you know, you, you have ups and downs in a relationship, but but you know, I, I've learned to like I, I don't really I don't really like cut people off, you know, uh, and and some people cut themselves off. <laughs> But you know, I'm I, I'm always open. You know, right. keep just keep an open mind because uh, somebody that somebody that you feel like did you wrong one day can can end up helping you down the road. You know, it, it, it's not you know you know try to try to keep try to keep your relationships open. Don't 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 let anybody take advantage of you. But 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 keep relationships open because you know you never know how the dots can connect down the line. Man, that's beautiful, man. I feel like that's an exercise that you need to that you need to practice as mm -hmm. every day because a lot of people do, do get caught up in their emotions and their feelings, mm -hmm. uh, uh, especially if somebody you felt that someone did you wrong. 
Um, but that's something that you have to work on internally. So I thank you for sharing that. So do you think that we are spiritual beings having a human experience or human beings having a spiritual experience? Uh, I would go with the, the former. Um, I think I think we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the reason I think that is because yeah. I think that the human experience is obviously temp- temporary. Um, and if we, you know, if if we are truly a spiritual, if we we have we have a spiritual existence and we're tapped into a we're tapped into a greater world than the physical world and in order for in order for us to um in order for us to be able to you know uh, advance as a human race we have to like you know we have to understand that we're connected to something higher and 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 tap into that spiritual uh spiritual self and you know i I think that's the only way that we can survive (laughs) wow that's awesome man so what does spirituality mean to you uh um, for me spirituality is is just like hmm, how how do i put that in there soundbite <laughs> uh spirituality for me I, I let me let me just go back to my childhood so i, I grew up i grew up in the church in a, as a christian uh christian black church and i was uh very very involved and engaged in my in, in church as i was growing up um which was time that I really appreciated and, and grew from. Grew from. I was a, a junior deacon at my church. I, I would have to get up in front of the church and uh, say prayers on, on second Sunday, and uh, you know I, it was a pretty big church, so uh, that was an experience for me in itself. Just you know uh, getting on a getting on a, a platform to address a large amount of people like that. But uh, as I grew up, I I sort of disconnected from the church. Um, for for a few reasons uh but you know my friend pj who uh is who introduced me to meditation um at a time when i was like sort of spiritually spiritually lost uh you know i had kind of i wasn't really engaged in church and uh as i was going from you know being a 20 something year old, you know, to reaching my, reaching my upper twenties and, you know, kind of going past the stage of, um, just being a football player, like having my identity wrapped up in being a professional athlete and being a football player, uh, you know, the transition, the transition from that to my, (coughs) to my more mature self, I had to like, tap into meditation to to just tap into my to my inner self you know my my inner my inner my inner spirit and um <coughs> for me that's for me that's where my spirituality rests is just uh it's just 
in, inside of me. And, and and how 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 that how that manifests itself out, outwardly is how I take care of myself, how I take care of my community, how I take care of my family, how I treat other people, um, um, how I how I discipline myself, um, and just how I how I stay connected to um, to my my inner self and my higher self. Mm, nice. Nice. That's what spirituality means to you. Connecting to your higher self and your inner self. That's beautiful. Can you think to a time where you can describe a moment in your life when you knew that there was something out there bigger than you? Yes. Uh, I think, I think, um, you know, after being in the NFL and having the having the experience of of uh, achieving a goal that you grow up thinking that society society in society you grow up, especially in in, in the community I grew up in, thinking that you know uh, becoming a professional athlete was like the ultimate goal. And to take it a, another level, I, I was able to uh, win a Super Bowl. And being in that position uh, when I was like 23 years old, 24 years old, uh, it 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 was interesting because it was, it was like I was in a I was in a space where it was like okay, this is it. <laughs> Like, this is it, <laughs> you know. This is, this is, this is the, this is what it feels like, you know. And I was actually, I was actually not very happy. Um, I, I had lost, I had lost uh, my grandfather in my senior year of high school, and I lost my mother my senior year of college. And they were the two people that uh, were that I was closest to growing up, and who, who uh, had the biggest impact on my life. And reaching, reaching reaching the Super Bowl and not having my grandfather or my mom around um, felt like uh, I, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel good. And, and I think, I think I, uh, uh, I hit a point where I realized, I realized that I was depressed and I realized that I had been depressed for a while and winning the Super Bowl is like what made me realize that because I was I was on the field with confetti coming down on me, and I wasn't really that happy. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like I had to be, I had to really like try to like break that down and understand what was going on. Um, and you know, um, I think I think when I you know to be to be in that position and kind of just be going through the motions, uh, let me know let me know that like I I needed to I needed. I needed to tap into something higher and I needed, I needed to have a, a higher goal uh, and to set, set different intentions and different, different goals for myself. Um, and yeah, I think, I think, I think my, my moment came after, after, after winning the Super Bowl, pulling up to the stadium a couple of days later. And uh, I just, I just broke down crying in my car. Mm. Uh, uh, and you know, and I don't even know. I, I don't even know if it was 
a combination of tears of joy or sadness or what it was, you know what I'm saying? It just, right. it, it just like a wave just, just hit me. And um, from that moment, from that point on, I was able to, uh, it didn't happen right away, but I slowly was able to uh, reach a place of, uh, a place of peace, you know, uh, a place of understanding that, um, you know, understanding that, you know, everything, there, everything might, everything isn't what, it, every, everything isn't what it seems, or everything is not gonna, gonna be what, what you want it to be, especially if you are not at peace with your, with yourself or with, you know, or with your family situation. So, um, you know, I, I, I just, that was, that was the moment where I realized, and then, and then um, the transition of transitioning out of the NFL, or something else that made me made me um just understand that like I needed to tap into a higher a higher power. Mm. Man. And, and it was higher forces at work. Nice man. Yeah. Wow. That, that, so do you do you think that you had a spiritual moment when after you finish uh winning the Super Bowl or sort of those three or four days after winning the Super Bowl and you said you started bawling and crying. Uh, was that a spiritual moment that you tapped into or it was just a moment of just, you know, reprieving and, and allowing yourself to just let your guard down and just realizing that you've been able to accomplish something that you uh, had a desire to to achieve when you were young? I, I think I would call it an awakening. It was like an awakening. Nice. Uh, uh, just realizing that I had kind of just been going through the motions and I wasn't, I wasn't very happy because yeah. uh, it was probably just some some depression or some some uh, some trauma that I hadn't dealt with from from losing losing two of the people that were closest to me. I guess you know, like I, I never really had time to process that, you know, yeah. um, um, and you know, it kind of like slowed me down and made me made me kind of just woke me up and and slowed me down and made me realize that there were some things that that I hadn't really dealt with yet. Wow, man. That's awesome. That's super awesome. You know, I wanted to ask you this question about what was it like uh, winning the Super Bowl? Can you describe that feeling? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it was an amazing feeling, man. It was, it was unreal. Uh, the, the game, you know, played, played against the Patriots. This was uh, 2008 against the Patriots. And um, we had a we had a, an amazing run, um, and the the actual game itself, you know that was a, that was a special team. Um, Michael Strahan's last season, um, you know we had Eli, Justin Tuck, you know a lot of OC Umanyora. Like we had some some special guys on that team, and um, you know that's a season that, that I would never forget, and just the the actual game itself. Um, <laughs> always, always reflect back to the the pregame warmups. You know, for for most games in the NFL, you come out before the before you know about a, an hour before the game to warm up, and you know it might be the stands might be twenty percent filled. You know, uh, an hour before the game, and people are still trickling into the stadium, and you know they're still they're still getting everything set up. You know, and uh. We came out for the Super Bowl, 
and you couldn't you couldn't even see a seat in the in the building uh, an hour before the game. It was it was like standing room only. They had these big speakers on the field, the plan, you know, blasting music. You, the field was vibrating from from how loud it was uh, in in pregame warmups. You know, so I was like, oh yeah, this is this is this is a little different. <laughs> this is a little different. Uh and um, you know, I remember I remember pregame warm-up and then everything else was just a blur until like the last few seconds of the game. You know, I, it, it was just a, it was all a blur. Um and and when I think back on it, it's like I, I just I remember the be the beginning and the end. The middle of actually being in it was just, uh, I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell. I'll have to go back and watch the film to tell you what happened. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I love to hear something like that because I never had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Like, once I left Baltimore, they ended up winning, like, two years later. I'm like, what? Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> So that's awesome, man. I love it. I kind of, I, I kind of had this. I, I, I had something similar just because my first year after I left the Giants, they won again. So, so my second, my second season with the Giants was, was when we won in two thousand eight, and uh, my last season with the Giants was 2011, 2012. And then uh, uh, after the the twenty twelve season, um, my first season that I wasn't there, they they won. They beat the Patriots, Patriots again that year. So uh, you know, I was I was one 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 year away from having two rings. <laughs> right? Oh man! I wish I wish you was able to get those two rings. That would be something good. You can just hold up. You do it. <laughs> like, just look at the ring. Just look at the ring. <laughs> so man, so um, you said that you have a family, and uh, you know one of, one of your biggest things is just being showing up for them and just being the best father. Uh, best wife, um, you know, son, uh, and everything else that you can be that falls underneath that umbrella. Uh, what do you want for yourself and for your family in the next 10 years? Uh, well, we, we've been considering, you know, should we, should we continue to grow our family or not, you know, uh, and, you know, that's, that's kind of still up in the air. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of happy with with where we are. My my, my wife, she, she she's pushing for one more, so we'll we'll, we'll see who wins that battle. <laughs> but uh, uh, in the next ten years, man. So I have a four year old now. My daughter should be fourteen in ten years. Um, you know, I I just I just want to continue to continue to you know for us to have a solid platform, a foundation our family so just uh continue trying to make my daughters be as as uh, uh exposed into as much as i can to have them be uh well-rounded individuals uh to uh, continue to grow my relationship with my wife um, um so that so that we have a, a solid foundation for you know to provide for our daughters and you know i i, I would like us to uh be and we're 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 in a process right now of developing a uh, just a, a financial game plan um, um, to to where we can you know in, in ten years ho- hopefully I can like be uh, I'm 37 now I'll be 47 and like just just hopefully I'll be you know in the in the thick of things uh, in terms of my my career 
uh, to where I'm like setting myself up for a good retirement. Um, um, so yeah, just you know, I I haven't really uh, I haven't really like developed uh, uh, a great detailed vision of what what ten years look, looks like for us. But I just want to like continue to build on the foundation that we have now. Um, continue to raise um, real well-rounded humans with my daughters, and um, um, you know, if I'm if I'm on my 15-year wedding anniversary in, in 10 years, uh, I just want to like continue to have a, a strong relationship with with my wife. Nice man, that's beautiful. Well said. If you could give yourself one gift, what would you give yourself? You know, that can either be time. It could be lunch with a loved one, alive or deceased. Uh, yeah. So, do you already have everything you need? Hmm. Man, since you said it like that, if I could give myself one gift, it would be it would be having a sharing a meal with my mother. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh, uh, my, my, my daughters remind me a lot of my mom, and um, just to be able to, yeah. So it, it don't even have to be a meal; just just a conversation with my mom. Uh, would be the ultimate gift for me. That's beautiful, man. You know, if if you keep practicing your meditation, that can really happen. Yeah. Speaking from experience. Um, so just we're coming to the end of the show, and I just want to say, man, you have inspired so many people with your story today. Uh, can you share with our subscribers how they can stay connected with you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, just Jarris Wilkinson, and I'm on I'm on Instagram G W I Z Z Z eleven, number eleven, G Wiz eleven, uh, and yeah. Other than that, um, those are the those are the main two platforms I'm on. Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn or or, or Instagram. Man, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Well, as we're closing now, is there any any last words of encouragement that you want to give our listeners or any positive advice that you can bestow upon them? Uh man, just just to take it take it easy on yourself. Uh you know, be be kind to yourself, be be kind to others around you, take care of each other. Uh, you know, it's uh, a challenging time for our country right now with with uh, the pandemic and with um, the election and, you know, social justice and, you know, communication, 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 you know, um, communicate with one another and take care of one another. Awesome. I thank you for your time, man. Um, I know you got to get out of here. So. Go ahead and enjoy your day. Keep being spectacular. And, man, this is amazing. So I appreciate you. Looking forward to many other opportunities and living a prosperous life with you, man. So thank you for everything. Thank you for what you do. Keep doing it. Keep shining bright. And keep being that spiritual being, having a human experience, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show, Pete. Man, you're welcome, man. Have a good one, all right? Too, bro. Peace.